Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. If you spend much time online, on social media, or watching American news channels, you have probably come across the phrase cancel culture before. The phrase is almost inescapable and connected to many different events and situations. People have lost jobs, been forced to apologize, been kicked out of university, often for things that happened years earlier. But what is cancel culture? And is cancel culture actually good for society? Let's talk about this on this episode of Thinking in English. But first, why not follow the Thinking in English Instagram page, Thinking in English podcast, or the link is in the description. And you definitely should look at my blog, thinkinginenglish.blog, for all of the transcripts and some extra bonus content. Here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on my blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. Inescapable. Inescapable. If a fact or a situation is inescapable, it cannot be ignored or avoided. As in, the evidence is inescapable. He is guilty of the crime. Objectionable. Objectionable. This adjective is used to describe people or things that you dislike or oppose because they are so unpleasant or wrong. As in, there is an objectionable smell in the train carriage. Backlash. Backlash. A backlash is a strong negative reaction to something. For example, there was a major backlash against the team's decision to change their stadium. To boycott. To boycott. To refuse to buy a product or to take part in an activity as a way of expressing strong disapproval. For instance, people were urged to boycott the country's products. Hold to account. Hold to account. If someone is called, held, or brought to account for something they have done wrong, they are made to explain why they did it and are often criticized or punished for it. For example, politicians should be held to account for their actions. Accusation. Accusation. An accusation is a statement saying that someone has done something morally wrong, illegal, or unkind. For example, what do you say to the accusations that you are unfriendly and unhelpful? Instigator. Instigator. An instigator is a person who causes something to happen, especially something bad. For instance, the instigators of the violence have not yet been found. Woke. Woke. This means to be aware, 
especially of social problems such as racism and inequality. And this is actually a very new word. It's become very popular over the last few years. For example, she urged young people to stay woke. Tolerant. Tolerant. Willing to accept behaviour and beliefs that are different from your own, although you might not agree with or approve of them. For example, working with young people helped me to be a little more tolerant. Cancel culture, or sometimes call-out culture, is the name given to the removal of support for an individual or their work due to some kind of opinion or action that is considered objectionable. People will often use the verb to cancel to describe this action. If a person is cancelled, it means that they have been prevented from having a prominent public platform, uh, from continuing their career, or from taking some kind of role. Let me try to give you a basic example of a cancel culture scenario. First, a celebrity or well-known public figure does something terrible or says something offensive. This can be a recent thing or it could be something that happened many years ago but has just been uh, rediscovered. Next, a public backlash occurs, mainly on social media sites like Twitter. People get angry at that celebrity and believe that they should be punished for their actions. Following this comes calls to cancel the person. That is to say, uh, to end their career or destroy their reputation, either by boycotting their work, so for example, not watching an actor's movie, by pressuring organisations to cancel public appearances, or by making their employer discipline them. Most often the targets of cancel culture are celebrities, social media stars and political leaders. One of the most high-profile examples is the actor and comedian Bill Cosby, who was found guilty in 2018 of assaulting more than 50 women. However, it is not just famous people at risk. An infamous example is a charity executive who tweeted an offensive joke about Africa just before boarding a long-distance flight. As she was watching movies and sleeping on her flight to South Africa, she had no idea that her tweet had become viral, and by the time she landed, she had been fired from her job due to the public backlash. For many people, cancel culture is an important tool. It allows ordinary people to hold powerful celebrities and well-known figures to account. And some people definitely deserve to be cancelled. For example, celebrities who have assaulted people in the past. However, for other people, cancel culture is out of control and undemocratic. Democracies generally have laws and courts responsible for holding people to account. And people on social media probably shouldn't have that responsibility.
So is cancel culture actually good for society? Well, I am now going to introduce two sides to the debate, and I want you to decide for yourself. Listen to my arguments, think in English, and try to understand your own opinion. Let's start with some pro-cancel culture arguments. First, it has been argued that cancel culture can help people when the normal justice system fails. The justice system refers to courts, police, laws, and maybe even company human resources departments. A good example of this is the Me Too movement, which allowed thousands of women to openly talk about the abuse they have experienced throughout their lives. In cases where the courts and HR departments failed to deal with workplace abuse, the new tactic of talking about harassment on social media allows people to still hold their abusers to account, especially if they are famous and powerful individuals. Historically, rich, famous and powerful men have been relatively unaffected by accusations of abuse from women. Presidents, Oscar winners and high-profile businessmen have all been accused of abuse. However, the women who accused them have been described as liars or unreliable. Cancel culture may provide a way to combat this. Second, cancel culture is said to give a voice to the ordinary people or the less powerful. Young people, women and minorities are often the main instigators of cancelling campaigns. Uh, it is surely not a coincidence that these are the same people often ignored or treated unfairly by the legal system. Instead of relying on courts and police officers who have historically unfairly treated these groups, social media has allowed them to take an active role in discussions. Not everyone can afford expensive lawyers or talk with powerful people, but everyone can sign up for a Twitter account. Third, some people argue that cancel culture isn't actually a new thing. It is simply a new form of boycott, a respected and powerful tactic that has been successful in bringing social change throughout history. In many ways, cancel culture is a cultural boycott, a campaign to not talk about, watch the content of, or give money to an individual or their work. Boycotts have been associated with the civil rights movement for a long time. The most famous is probably the Montgomery bus boycott, which started in 1955, after Rosa Parks refused to sit in the back of an Alabama bus. When a group of people has no chance of changing something through legal or political means, a tactic they can use is to refuse to participate. In other words, to boycott. On the other hand, there are many people who argue that cancel culture is actually a bad thing for society. For example, 
cancel culture has been associated with online bullying and can cause real harm to the people being cancelled. People in the past have been cancelled due to single tweets. And while it is easy to hate a stranger online, without understanding the context of the tweet, is it really fair to cancel someone? Sometimes it resembles mob justice. Mob justice is where a group of angry people decide for themselves without really using legal systems that someone is guilty of something and needs to be punished. The result can be hundreds or thousands of people hating an individual online, sending horrific messages, death threats, and even leaking personal information like addresses and phone numbers. Sometimes the results of cancelling can actually be worse than the offence that person committed. Next, it has also been argued that cancel culture is not actually productive and does not really bring about social change. In the words of Barack Obama, if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or use the wrong verb, then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because, man, you see how woke I was. I called you out. That's not activism. That's not bringing about social change. If all you're doing is casting stones, you're probably not going to get that far. That's easy to do. Real social change only comes about from hard work, boring meetings, building real-world campaigns. Calling people names online doesn't really do much. In fact, cancel culture can actually do the opposite of what it intends. The alleged offender can actually become more popular. Comedian Louis C.K., who was accused by a few different women, still sells out comedy shows. Despite cancellations and documentaries about their crimes, the music of R. Kelly and Michael Jackson is still incredibly popular. Kevin Hart was removed from the Oscars hosting job due to cancel culture, but he is still one of the world's biggest actors and stand-up comedians. Third, cancel culture has been described as a slippery slope. This idiom suggests that it is easy to slide back down the slope, or in other words, Cancel culture can lead people to being less tolerant of others with different opinions and less tolerant of others who disagree with their views. Some people argue that instead of cancelling people, we should actually be encouraging more people to tell their stories, to add inclusivity and complexity. Here is today's final thought. On this episode of Thinking in English, I have tried to introduce the topic of cancel culture and given different perspectives on the question, is cancel culture good for society? Now, I am by no means an expert on this topic, and I don't pretend to be one. However, I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion. For me, there are good and bad parts of cancel culture. I think it is excellent that rich and powerful men can now be held to account, as for too many years they have been protected by legal systems. 
However, I also think we need to be careful in cancelling someone just because they have different opinions to us. What do you think? Is cancel culture good for society? How would you interact with someone who has said something offensive? Do you think cancel culture silences opinions? Or does it actually allow more opinions to be heard? Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review or rating, recommend it to your friends, or let me know on Instagram. My Instagram is Thinking in English Podcast. The link should be in the description. Uh, and make sure you check out the Thinking in English blog. I love hearing from listeners, and I really appreciate all of the messages I have received over the past few months. Feel free to send me a message or know, give me some advice or recommend a topic. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time.